God bless you and welcome to Love Faith Hope Church located at 1923 West 51st Street in Chicago, Illinois 60636. I'm Pastor Felicia Campbell. I'm so wonderfully glad to have you with us on this Thanksgiving Day as I represent Love, Faith, and Hope for your conscious ministry and the Campbell family. Let's go straight to the book. Can we do that? Get your Bibles, or if you can't get it right now, just read it later. Go to Matthew, the ninth chapter, verses 35 to 37. Matthew, the ninth chapter, verses 35 to 37. I want to talk from the topic, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we come at this time to say thank you. Now as we prepare to enter into the word of God, we ask that you would let there be light, decrease religion, increase your spirit, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength, my redeemer. You preach, I'll teach, and we will speak. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and thank God. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. We have heard this scripture before. We have heard these lines before. And if you have not heard these lines, it was Jesus going around and uh, taking and talking to people. He was blessing them and praying for them. And they were crying and they were just, everything was going on wrong with them because they were not happy because the world was just not like it should be. And he was looking at them and he, and he was preaching to the people in the various synagogues. He just looked at them and saw how, how they were hurting. And, and, he, and he looked at them and he said, but the harvest is plentiful but the laborers are few. And I thought about that, huh? A lot of people are going through, there's so much going on. And yes, this is the Thanksgiving season. Some people may not eat turkey or ham or dressing or macaroni and cheese or whatever you eat. Some people may just eat a hamburger or a breakfast, but it's, 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 it's their choice. And, he began to explain to them that it can be yours, but it's something you have to do about it as well. Crying and whining is not the way. Yes, I know sometimes you just get totally disturbed, totally upset and out of it. But he wants you to know that the harvest is plentiful and the laborers are few. That's the problem. huh? So I did a little research and I looked up the word Matthew, and Matthew in metaphysical means will. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. W-I-L-L. -L. What is your will? What do you want to do? Huh? And harvest means to grow. Huh? It means to grow and to grow and, and, and to plan and plant. Huh? And laborers are those that have to do the work. Oh, here we go. So let's, let's talk for a few minutes. I don't want to disturb your turkey and dressing and jitlins. But let's talk for a few minutes. How is it that you want something, but you don't work for it? All Jesus is saying is that this. If you want something, you have to have the will. You have to have the will to want it. Nobody has to will for you what you want because it's your dream, your goal. 
A lot of people have a lot of wheels. I want to do 99 different things, okay? But you can only do one thing at a time. So right now, right where you are, what is the most important thing to you? Get a job, keep your health, take care of your family, take care of your mindset. What is the real thing important? What is your will now? What do you want? That's all it is. What do you want? I've oftentimes said, nothing comes to a sleeper but a dream. And if you just keep on sleeping and dreaming and do nothing, well, nothing from nothing leaves nothing. So what is your will? And and, and the thing is this, believe it or not, what you want, and I'll be through shortly, I won't be here long. What you want is right there. The harvest is right in front of you. All you have to do is take part of it. Oh, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to do. In other words, you have to plant some things and some things they're already planted for you and you just have to take care of them. I told you the story once before about how my dad and grandma had a garden. Grandma Rose, she raised roses, okay? Daddy was doing potatoes and string beans and onions in the right here in Chicago, Illinois, in the back of the, of the house. And, and they both, every day, watched their crops. Grandma watched the roses. She she would talk to them. And Daddy was talking to his greens and his, his, his cabbage and all that. And, 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 and I looked at them and I watched them. And as he was mowing the lawn, he was still talking to the grass and saying, Now, grass, you have to become level. You have to go according to me. You have to get with me. Get on my side. So in order to, ha to have the hardness, you have to realize that it's plentiful. It's there for you. But you have to work for it. You have to have a, a dream, a goal. So many people want to ride off of others' coattail. Yes, you cannot ride off of others' coattail. If it's something you want, and, and, and let me tell you something, Jesus will take you to your harvest, but it's up to you to work with it. And if it's something that you really want, then you have to have a plan. Mm. Mm. My grandfather, my mother, my auntie, my daddy, my great-grandma, they all had plans when they left from the South because they know and they knew what they wanted to do. So your harvest is there. It's in your mind. If you can't see it right now, it's coming close. But you have to cultivate it. You have to work with it. huh? And so many people want something for nothing. And I know you hate to hear me say that. But it's true. You have to work it. I had some friends in college that were paying some of their other friends to do their homework. I'm like, hello? You know, in college, you don't walk around with a pocket full of money. Everybody just goes along with what they have. You may get $20 a week from your parents. You may get nothing. You may have work study. And, of course, that check doesn't come out but once a month. But whatever it is, you learn how to keep what you have, and you learn how to work with what you have. So the harvest is there. Work with it. What are you doing with it? Are you looking at it? Because if you keep looking at it and keep looking at it, and if you don't pour anything into it, guess what? It will die. And then whose fault is that? Oh, I didn't have enough. I didn't have enough time. I didn't. You have to work your work and do it. You have to plan how you want it to go. Nobody can plan it like you. So your harvest is there. What are you doing with it? Huh? What you want is there. 
but I don't have it. Why? You're looking at it and you don't have it. If you ask God for something and he gives it to you just like this and you say, where is it at? You look everywhere <laughs> where it is. The harvest is plentiful. It's there for you. But guess what? The laborers are few. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. If you don't work at work, nobody else will. If you don't clean your house and you can, nobody else will. I'm talking about your mental house, your physical house. If you don't work your own plan, oh, hello. And sometimes it's hard work and you can get disgusted and you can get disturbed and you can be upset and you can just say, I'm giving up. But who are you hurting? You got to work for it. It works if you work it. No, I'm sure my grandma, she didn't like going out there and flies and the bees every morning, messing with her flowers, but she had to go out there because she had to protect. Oops, I said something. She had to protect her harvest. So she had to work at it. Daddy had to make sure that none of the little animals or the little creatures, you know how they are out there, could snap on his cabbage or eat some of his onions or some of his greens. He had to work. So you have to work at it. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. Yes, you get frustrated. Yes, you're angry. Yes, you want to fight. Some folk want to cuss. But you are the laborer. You have to work. If you work a job, guess what? You don't get paid if you don't work. <laughs> you have to put something in it. You have to put some strong arm in it. Work with it. I don't care how heavy it is, how light it is, how it just doesn't make sense to you. You have to do it because sometimes you have to push your way through it. Huh? Sometimes you get hurt and you want to cry and you want to be just just disturbed and take it out on everybody. But you have to push your way through it. You're the laborer. It's your project. So you have to do it. It's nobody's fault but yours if it gets done or if it does not get done. Uh, okay. Okay. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. But what's it got to do with Thanksgiving? Thanks and giving. Thanks, God, for giving me the harvest. Thanks, God, for giving me what I need to include the harvest and make the harvest real. Thanks, God, for showing me the tools I need to work with it and make it grow and have it manifest like it's supposed to be. God puts things in your lap and you look at them and say, this is not right. But then you're angry because it doesn't come through. And Thanksgiving is just not about eating chillings, but Thanksgiving about, is about giving thanks and giving thanks, God. Now, who can I give to? Huh? Thank you, God, for giving to me so I can give to others. I have a pantry and I love it. And people say, how do you deal with the pantry, the food pantry? The people are so different. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Trust me, they are different. Everybody's different. But... I'm not there to deal with their personalities and to judge. 
That's that's not my plan. My harvest was to get the pantry there and get it running and to so to, to labor in it and to work it. In other words, I had to make it work and get sure, excuse me, get the get what the people needed. So I had to work with it. And a lot of times I don't understand what they say because they speak in Spanish or they speak in another language. But I know they're there for food. I enjoy working with the food pantry. And what makes me happy is when people come in there and they have no food and they look at me and they say, Reverend, thank you because you have everything I need. That makes me happy. I'm thanking God for allowing me to give to his people. Ooh. Some people think, oh, that's too much, sir. I don't have the patience. Yes, we have to unload the truck. And I have workers, thank God, for the truck. Uh -huh. We have to set it up. I have workers for that. It's so much to have to, it goes through and with the, with the food pantry. But I'm there because I'm thankful for giving. And so you have to also. So what are you saying, Reverend? I'm saying the harvest is plentiful and the laborers are few. Are you willing? To work? Are you willing to help your harvest, to grow your harvest? Huh? Are you willing to put it under God's hand and you listen and let him guide your hands, your mind, your body, your soul? Who are you? What's on your mind? Jesus was disturbed about the people because they were dealing with so much. But he kept saying, listen, you don't have to do it this way. The harvest is plentiful. It's out there. The laborers are few. That means you have to work. If you work it, you're going to school. You, you're having problems trying to get a grant. You have to work it. You have to say, okay, it's out there. Now I have to see, God, what is it? Which way is up? Huh? If you want to get married, marry the right God, person. Father, who is it that I'm supposed to marry? Huh? If you just want a house, what am I supposed to do, God? Okay, there's the house. You showed me the harvest. Okay, now what do I have to do to get it? You have to be a laborer. You have to work at it. So this thanks and giving. Thank God you were able to give. Thank God you were able to get. And thank God you were able to love. Thank God that you were able to work with your harvest. And thank God for the next harvest. Oh, ooh. the next blessing, the next work. And guess what? Each time, each level goes higher and higher, which requires more work. I'll tell you this story that I'm going to be through. And I was a young girl. I didn't like too much TV. I watched comedy. I've always loved comedy. But I was fascinated by radio. And I listened to Yvonne Daniels and Mary D. And, 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 and Donna Tittle, and I had a good time listening. And so back in the day, y'all going to say, oh, you old, but they have what you call a little recorder, and you can, you know, it, it rhymes, and, and you, you put the tape on it, and you have the little bitty flat speaker. And I would listen to them, and I would talk in that. And I'm like, oh, oh, this is wonderful. I like how they presented their, their music. I like how they talked about the news, the weather, if it was below zero, they were saying it's below zero, but guess what? It's all right. In other words, you can go out there and deal with that, 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 that weather. You can harvest it, yeah, because you'll know how to work through it. And then I said, I want to do that. I want to do radio. And, and I learned how to do it. Went to school and learned how to do it. Was a speech and theater major. I wanted to be a doctor, a, a pediatrician, but for some reason, it was just something about that radio that, that, that got my mind because I realized I could capture more people. I could tell people the goodness of God. Started off with jazz, then ended up with gospel. 
did a little blues and from there on I went everywhere in the industry but the harvest was there for me and they used to look at me and, and say my, my sister and them why are you listening to the radio I couldn't my room listen to the radio and I can just do it all day and then I say then I go in my recording and, and make things up and I say mama how you like this Oh, that's nice. How you like this? That's nice. But I realized that my mother, she was an RN, but she also answered the phone at work, and I love the heroes. And she would say, good morning, Dr. Johnson's office. And I'm like, wow, mama, that sounds good. <laughs> In other words, my harvest was there. Huh? I had another I had another plan, but Jesus said, I want you to do this first because this will take you further than what you have in mind. I went there, got the harvest. I saw it. I looked at it. I talked to my mentors. I thanked them. And, and I was so excited when I saw them. I was like, oh, my God, thank you. We just recently lost Mary D. And I was like, oh, God, thank you for me. Just, just touching her hand and letting her tell me, you can make it, sister. I'm proud of you. Harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. You got to have a will. You got to see it. You got to make it work. And then... Not only is it there, but you got to make it come true. My daughter said she's learning how to grow plants. And she said, Mom, I didn't realize it was this much. I'm saying, yeah, you got to water them, you got to feed them. Same with your goals. Same with your harvest. And then give God thanks for giving. And then give for thanks. Because the laborers are there. And the harvest is too. But don't be a laborer that refuses to work. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you Lord thank you Lord I just want to thank you Lord now why you want to thank him been so good I'm gonna say it again been so good been so good I just want to thank you Lord you made a way you made a way you made a way I just want to thank you Remember, it's more than just eating. It's more about working with your harvest and being a laborer. And thank for giving. Thanks for giving and giving for thanks to God who allowed you to do it. Check us out on our website, lovefaithhopechurch.org. See what we're doing in the community. You choose to donate, do so. There's a donate button. If you can't do it this time, do it next week. If you can't do it, keep us in your prayer. I'd like to thank my team for working with me this past weekend for 
our Thanksgiving giveaway. We were busy at the church Friday, Saturday, Monday, and went back Tuesday. We thank you. I thank you for giving. I thank you for helping the harvest grow. I thank you for being the laborer. Now you have a great Thanksgiving. Do what you do best and enjoy your life. And if you're going to be alone, thank God for being with you. Thanks, God. It ain't bad after all. I love you. Peace and blessings to you, all right? The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you until we meet again. For we know that we are God's special creation. Nothing or no one can harm us. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. This day is in divine order. And so are you because you have the victory. Let me touch you this Thanksgiving day. Oh, you feel wonderful. Stop crying. Those tears of joy. Wipe them off and say, okay, God, I got you. I feel you. Take care of the sick, the shut bereaved families everywhere. God, do what you do best. In Jesus' name, in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Go in peace and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. God bless your consciousness.